You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And folks, we have a ton to talk about. It's been a minute. Uh, well, it hasn't been a minute in reality. It, it, it hasn't been that long. Um, I am feeling a little under the weather, but I thought that this week was much too important for me to not bring you all as many episodes as I possibly could. I wanted to do a Ken's Keys for the women's basketball game uh, against USC today, as well as one for uh, the men's basketball team playing Bucknell, which you all know I normally don't do Kenton's Keys for basketball because for the most part, what teams seem to do in basketball, it is who a team is, is who they are. And you more so want to uh, impose who you are upon another team than adjust what you do to uh, who they are. So, for example, the the um, the stat guy or the color analysts or color commentators, rather, for the NC State or for our men's basketball team game uh, said that we were undefeated or we had one loss when we forced 15 or more turnovers like that is something that stays consistent throughout because that's who that team is like objectively speaking the men's basketball team last year did a horrible job of keeping guys in front of them so if they were not generating turnovers we were not getting defensive stops period like that we're not even talking about the offensive ramifications of turnovers just what our defense was outside of turnovers you know, that it, it just was what it was. And so that's why um, it was a situation where I didn't want to, uh, you know, where I don't want to do Kansas Keys for basketball regularly. But in this episode, we're going to uh, bring you a recap of both the men's basketball game, the women's basketball game, as well as Kansas Keys for um, the Wake Forest game. If I have time, I have finished watching their film. The only thing is I don't want to cheat you all out of uh, full explanations of what the keys are, but I think that we'll we'll be able to get uh, everything that we need to get in today because we have uh, just we're loaded with guests for the next few days. Kansas Cooper is coming on tomorrow. Uh, Brett Freelander will be on Friday or game day, one or the other. Uh, we we got to see how that works out or, or how, um, you know, health permits or whatever the case may be. But we have a, a jam-packed, uh, jam-packed next few days. So just wanted to to let you all in on that. But anywho, we will start with the first game of the night. The women's basketball team taking an L, a very close L, but an L nonetheless, to the, uh, to the South Carolina Gamecocks. They returned to favor. They got their lick back from last year. Uh, winning 66 to 57 in Reynolds. And here's the thing about this game of why, number one, a lot of Wolfpack Nation hasn't panicked about this. I haven't seen people overreact and saying, oh my God, what's going on? This is the worst team in the world, yada, yada. So again, kudos to Wolfpack Nation for that. But also, this game was an aberration in so many ways. So many things happened that I don't anticipate us seeing again for the rest of the year, right? So, for example, Diamond Johnson was 2 of 12 from the field, 0 of 6 from deep. Now, why is that such a, a such an outlandish thing? Okay, what, what's crazy about that? Players have bad games. Diamond Johnson was 50, 40, 90 last year. 
if you don't know what that means, that means 50% from the field, 40% from the three, 90% from the free throw line last year on a much less talented team where she was pretty much going to be the main, the main player that folks were keying in on. Like, all right, we've had enough of this freshman or we've seen enough as the, the season started getting later. This is the player that we have to contain. If we contain her, they don't really have much behind it. So with that being said, seeing her go two for 12, seeing Alyssa Kune go four for 11 with only eight points. Like if you combine what those two did, right? Because, and, and we'll get to the stuff that happened well, but when I talk about what happened in this game, you're looking at a situation where Kune and Johnson combined six for 23 from the field, 0-6 from three, seven rebounds, two assists, two turnovers. Like, that's that's not something that we're going to say. I'm sorry, three assists, four turnovers. That's not something that we're going to see out of these two going forward. I think that there was a little bit of first-game jitters for uh, Diamond. There was I, there were a lot of possessions where it just felt like um, we didn't have enough ball movement, too much isolation. And the fact of the matter is we still kept this game close and we still uh, were in position to compete down the stretch even with that. So, you know, that's that's something very interesting to talk about. But now, Reyna Perez is Reyna Perez is Reyna Perez. I mean, what what a, a phenomenal player she is. Uh, she was tied for the uh, – she was tied for leading all scorers with Ja'Kia Brown-Turner. Both had 18. Reyna Perez had 18 points and nine shots. Seven of nine for the field, two of two from deep, two of two from the free throw line. Uh, three assists, three turnovers. She was, I mean, in the first quarter, we scored, I want to say it was 11 points in the first quarter, and she had nine of them. Like, Reyna really is, I thought that, like, all right, last year, that's the best we're going to see out of her. There's not another level, another level for her. Boy, was I wrong. Boy, was I wrong. That is what has me so, so encouraged coming out of this game. Because Reyna seems to have elevated her game from what we even saw last year. And that, to me, is spectacular. That, to me, puts us in an elite company, in elite ter- territory, as far as what this team is, not, not in the conference. I'm talking nationally here. Reyna was able to carry this team offensively when – Alyssa Kudane got an early foul one minute into the game, literally less than two minutes into the game, got a foul and sat down for at least five or six minutes by Coach Westmore. Like, this this is, I'm not making this up now. I'm not making this up. Reyna carried this team and kept us close in the beginning of the game. Again, nine of our 11 in the first quarter. She did what she had to do. Uh, Ja'Kia Brown-Turner as well chipped in 18, but all in all, we cannot see what we saw today out of this team going forward. Uh, and I don't think we will. I don't think we will. And, and again, it's not just them. Kai Crutchfield, one of five, all three from deep, two points on the game. Like, this is not a situation where it was one or two players playing poorly. And you would look at these numbers and think, oh, man, South Carolina was just playing stifling defense and there was nothing they could do. There were plenty of times where players were open and we just weren't hitting. We just could not throw a rock in the ocean for portions of this game. And again, 
there I will give South Carolina credit for their elite rim protection. They they did that. I will not hey. Kunane had a very tough time uh going against Boston, going against uh I want to say it's, uh Cardoso, Camila Cardoso, the the Syracuse transfer, ACC one of the ACC freshman of the year or she might have been the ACC freshman of the year last year either way. I will give their their bigs credit. I mean, they had nine blocks on the game. Hey, they did what they had to do. They did what they had to do in that regard. But when I'm looking at overall defense and and how um, everything else went, I'm really and truly not to a point where I'm like, oh, they were just giving us nothing. They were denying everything. We just have folks missing open shots. We have folks missing open shots, and I don't think that that will be the case for the majority of this year because, again, Diamond, 50-40-90. Kai Crutchfield, statistically speaking, the most accurate three-point shooter in the ACC last year. Like, we're... I'm not expecting those two to combine for 0 from 9 from deep. I'm not expecting that. And if that is the case, well, well we need to get tacking the, the power of Juju or, or the luck of the Irish or something going on our side because you're telling me that uh, a 40%, two 40% three-point shooters have now hit flat zero for over an entire season or, or hit 10% or so over an entire season. So that's, you know, this game – it was it was disappointing. You never want to lose. This is a really good team that you would hope could come out and go uh, un, uh go all the way undefeated or go super deep into the season undefeated like we did last year. But it's okay. It's game one. It's not a conference game. Every goal that this team has is still in front of them. This isn't college football where one loss destroys you or you're losing to an unranked team. It's the number one team. Yes, it's at home, but it's the number one team. It's okay. It's all right. We beat South Carolina last year, and at some point in time during the season, they were ranked number one ahead of us uh, after we lost. So, you know, it's, it's all right. No need to to panic or, you know, push a panic, but we'll be just fine. This this was a tough loss. You never want to see um, – you never want to start the season that way. But it's all right. It's, it's part of the game. Uh, at the end of the day, being the team that this team wants to be is not going to be easy, but I think they'll get there. What is easy is prize picks. All right, college football fanatics, have you heard about prize picks? It is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. Prize picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. Prize picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world and offers all of the star players of the Power Five, as well as mid major players that you might not have ever heard of. Prize picks offers any prop you can think of, from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. All the users that uh, deposit, and use promo code locked on receiving 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You pick two to five players and an over or under on their projection. You can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize picks allows for mixed sports entries as well. You can take the over on uh, LeBron combined with the under on Mahomes in the same entry. Use the award winning app that is in both the App Store and Google Play. Today, entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com and use promo code LOCKEDON or go to your app store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. So, folks, the next thing I have to talk about is the basketball team and their win against Bucknell. Um, This was a game where after the, uh, first of all, First of all, 88-70 win, right? 
we were tied 40-40 at half, but then in the second half, we just wore them down. Uh, too many bodies, too much too much defense, and, and we we forced a lot, a ton of turnovers. We forced, I want to say it was 17 turnovers. Yeah, we forced 17 turnovers on the night. We did a good job of getting into them and, and harassing them and wearing them down and all that good stuff. But now, what we did in this game was impressive to me for a few reasons. And don't get me wrong, starting off the game trailing for a majority of the first half and having to battle back, that is not something you want to see. It's not. But with everything that happened, all things considered, there are many things to be happy about. Some things to be concerned about, of course, Manny Bates playing one minute and then going to the locker room with a shoulder injury and not coming back out. You never want to see that. You never want to see that. From the guy that everybody knows, if if we had to name one player that is most integral to our success, everybody would say Manny Bates, right? Like, that's the reality. That's who he is. Nobody wants to see him go down, but it happened. With that being said, our, our guys who filled in for him played very well. Played very, very well. We won a rebounding battle by plus nine. And yes, Bucknell is smaller than us. It does make sense that we did it, but it's still good to do that because we were out-rebounding the exhibition by Elizabeth City State. So it's it's good to see this team crashing the boards as a team, as a unit, and getting that done, okay? So now, what are the, the positive takeaways from this game? First thing first, Ter- Terquavian Smith, young man, come on down to the floor. You are every bit the bucket that they said you are. You look like it this game. If you're not it, you tricked me. You fooled me in this game because Tequavian Smith put up 20 points and four steals, 9 of 17 shooting, 2 of 5 from deep, and three rebounds. This young man was scoring from everywhere. He was scoring from everywhere. He was second. Uh, he was the second leading scorer in this game behind Jericho Hellams. Jericho Helms was who we think he is. He's a guy who uh, we expected to take the leap and, and be the leading scorer this year, be the leader of this team. And Darian C. Brown, doing it all as he always does, 18 points, 11 rebounds to lead all rebounders in the game. I mean, this man, Darian C. Brown, if he continues to um, have the ability to rebound at the prolific rate that he does and get to that little left block uh, where he did had a lot of success tonight. He had so much success. The announcers even said at one point, if we could just get a shot chart of everything that he's done, I'm sure it'll look like a cluster of grapes right at right outside that left block because he was killing them uh, across the lane and finishing with the left hand. So with that being said, I, I'm very excited about what I saw out of Sebron, about what I saw out of Jaquavian Smith. Jericho Helms, he played great as well. I'm less excited because that's that's what you're expected to do, right? Like, that's like, oh, would you be excited about Manny having the three-block game? Like, not really. That's kind of what you're supposed to do. Um, but Ebenezer Dewan played very well in the uh, relief of Manny Bates. And, and the stat lines don't really say how well he did as far as he, – he was second in rebounds with 10, but – the stat lines don't really say how many shots he altered, even if he didn't block all of them. He had two blocks on the game, and uh, his two blocks were 
there was only one other block by uh, by Andre Screen of, of Bucknell, but his two blocks were all the blocks that NC State had, and he did a great job of altering shots and turning folks away at the rim. And, and by the second half, as things started to get tight, Bucknell was kind of throwing up uh, some wild threes because they knew, like, all right, we, we're not going to get much in the paint on uh, Dewana. So, you know, he, he, he did a very good job there. Of course, I'm a little concerned by the fact that uh, we we couldn't stop. At times, Rice and Funk were they were really tough to stop, and that's very concerning to me um, because, of course, they're good players. Nobody's saying that Bucknell has a bunch of bums and the Patriot League has nobody good. Nobody's saying that, but this is not the level or caliber of player that we'll be seeing going forward. That's what concerns me about this. These players are not on the level of what we'll be seeing. And so I don't want to play around and, and have a situation of, oh, well, it's okay because it's just little old Bucknell. But then when we see the real players, when we see the real uh, Billy Bad behinds that can just drop it in, uh, that can just, you know, go for 20 or 25 at the drop of the hat, they end up going for 40 on us because we couldn't even contain Rice and Funk of Bucknell. Like that's, that's a little uh, concerning for me. And don't get me wrong, they hit some really, really good shots. Xander Rice hit some really, really uh, tough shots. Some shots that you say, you know what, I'll live with that. Because in basketball, very similar to the principle I was telling you all about in football, where you say your defense is designed to take away certain things, but at this level, you know that sometimes players are going to get hot, players are going to hit shots, and you just say, I'll live with them hitting that. I'll, I'll live with that. And there were a few of those that went down for him. But again, I'm just worried because it's it's going to be – that's going to be a thing. Uh, also, a thing completely unrelated to our game, I'm, I'm kind of – or not just unrelated to our game, but a, a thing that was a, a theme across multiple ACC games in which we have a uh, locked-on ACC podcast group chat where all of us uh, locked-on hosts who are over ACC teams, you know, we we get in there, we talk about different sports and whatnot, and and – one thing that we all agreed upon, everybody who, uh, whether they're team player or not, if you just watched any game that had anything to do with the ACC, all that could be talked about was Duke and Mike Krzyzewski. Oh, my God, this is going to be a long year. This is going to be a tough year, regardless of how good or bad we are. We're going to have to hear people sing his praises 24-7, constantly, all year, and it's just like, oh, please be over already, please. Please, I, I'm over this. We don't have to do this. It's completely unnecessary. I get pouring love on. I get, you know, doing all that for the games uh, that he is, that he's going to be coaching in, that his guys are going to be um, running out of the tunnel for. I understand that. I'm never going to say, oh, doesn't make sense to give them their flowers, uh, even though they're playing tonight. Yeah, because it makes sense to do that. But Jesus, just we we do not need to hear about this all year, regardless of who's playing. It's just completely unnecessary. It just yeah. come on now, come on. And and I'm betting that it doesn't get any better for the rest of the season. And if you're a better, you need to go to BetOnline.ag. They are back and better than ever with a new web interface for the start of the basketball season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the football and basketball action this season. Head to their new website. And sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus to your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From basketball to football to NHL to boxing to UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, 
Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online is where the game starts. So we're about to land this thing. Um, but in conclusion, just looking at the the tip off of, of both of these teams, to be honest, even though the women's basketball team lost and the men's basketball team won, obviously I'm much more concerned about the men's basketball team because I'm I'm not really worried about Diamond going that shooting that poorly again. Kai Crutchfield shooting that poorly again. Alyssa Kunay shooting that poorly again. I, I'm not expecting that. That's not something. If we're five, six games in and they're still looking uh, this discombobulated offensively, we need to have some talks. But as things stand right now, eh, it's all right. It's it's no no big deal. Um, nobody or I personally am not breaking my neck for that. Uh, the men's basketball team, man, Manny, get healthy. Please get well, big fella. We We can't. I mean, a minute into the game. We did not even get a full five minutes of Manny base this season yet. Um, we're hoping that it's not super serious to the point where he's going to miss, you know, like a month or two or he's done for the year. We we hope that it's not that case. Uh, but it's it's just really, really disheartening. But wait for this team to fight back, generate turnovers, get out in, in transition and, and play as well as they did in the second half, which, again, we talked about how much depth this team has and how they just have bodies on bodies to throw at people. Well, big second halves are part of that. That's the reality. When you wear teams down and you keep throwing new players at them, that's what's going to happen. Some of these teams that play six, seven, maybe eight deep, they're going to be worn down and tired, and our 10 are going to be like, oh, yeah, we do this all day. So that's, that's something to watch for them. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate it every single time. This show is what it is only because y'all show up and and so, oh, and like I said, we will be getting you a Kenton's Keys episode as soon as I can get it out. Again, that is completely uh, up to, you know, if I if if I can do it, uh, because I don't want to put y'all out of product. That's just God awful. Just say I did something. I, I've seen the uh, tape and I've I've seen I know what it what it takes. And I thought to myself, I don't want to just watch this tape with confirmation bias and just say, oh, well, what I thought is already there. I want to legitimately say, OK, what are the weak points? What are the strengths? And turns out it was like a, a moment where I had to ask myself and ask other uh, folks in the business, like, hey, is, is this, am I like off base with this? Like, this is this is this exactly what it is? Not just from talking heads that look at box scores, but from folks who understand the game on a granular level. Um, and we pretty much agreed, like, yeah, this is what it is. So we'll, we'll get Kendra's keys in tomorrow. We'll have Candace Cooper on and we'll have Brett Freelander on for the rest of the week. But again, Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate it every single time. Do not panic on this women's team. It's game one. It's Diamond's first game being in a major, a big-time program. And her first game was against the number one team in the nation. She'll be fine. She'll figure this out. She's a true sophomore. She will definitely figure this thing out, okay? Thank you all so very much. Peace and love, y'all. As always, go Pack. You are locked on NC State. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.